Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Welcome. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Form Lounge on a Friday. We've just gone 12.04. Miles Fitzner with you wherever you are right around the country. And I'd love to hear from you. 0499 736 736 0499 736 736 get you up on the text line. A big show ahead. And thank you to the great Cumulo Nimbus for getting those things uh, sorted for me. Um, unbelievable seeds. I, I think with the sacking of Brett Ratton, the phone lines have um, the phone lines have completely and utterly depleted. But we'll do our best. 0499 736 736 Caulfield Cup. Everest. You name it, it's happening this weekend. We've got heavy tracks, we've got some flooding in Melbourne. If you're affected by the flood, send me a text. Let me know. If you need uh, a hand with anything, big day on Ursing and Track. Send us a text, 0499 736 736. That's 0499 736 736. Huge show coming up. Dean Watling, Adam Mintz, Dean Elliott, Terry Layton, Tom Inglis, um, Chris Nelson, Mitch Abaya, the best of the best. That's exactly what we do. The best of the best in the business, and we get them up, well, hopefully try and find our winner. We've done um, done our best the last couple of weeks. I think the boys have been quite good. I think I've been letting the team down, to be perfectly honest. But hopefully we can bounce back. Only about the three winners, I think, last week from Caulfield. But some of the boys have been seeing him like beach balls. I'm going to get straight into the show. And who better to get on and start the show than the superstar himself? He's even sent the merch down to the SEN Track Studios down here in Melbourne. His name is Dean Watling and he joins me on the line. Hello, Dino. Morning, Miles. I hope that you got a bit of that merch. Yeah, look, I haven't got any. Um, anything that's free in here, oh, trust me, the producers and the producers and everything, um, uh, it just goes straight away. The boys just pinch it, don't they, Tommy? Yep, it's gone. Nah, there's a few hats and whatnot there. I'm, I'll be looking to roll one of those. Hey, mate, the tracks. Tim Bailey this morning saying it's already a heavy, um, what, it's a heavy 10, but they're expecting a heavy 9 probably. I, I can't see it getting any better than a heavy 9. I mean, it's absolutely destroyed down here yeah it'd be probably a miracle to get out of that heavy range it's just there's such a degree of heavy like there's heavy nine heavy ten but i feel like there's heavy 11 12 13 14 15 so um i think we you proper want wet truckers tomorrow yeah i would have thought too i I, um i would have thought too dino where did you really want to concentrate on where did you want to go and have a look at well, I think it's a really tricky day, both Sydney and Melbourne, but I think the feature races are where I'm most keen on. So um, if we go to Sydney first, yep. um, the Sydney Stakes, which is race six, um, we can touch on that, and then maybe the Everest, then down to uh, Caulfield for the for the big one. Well, let's start on the Sydney Stakes and um, over the 1,200. And 
Kementari, the favourite, special K. Jeez, there's some horses in there, though, that I think are pretty handy. Um, you've even got horses like like um, like Remark's done absolutely nothing wrong and handles heavy going. You've got a horse like Forbidden Love, which everybody completely and utterly forgot about, who absolutely loves the heavy going. Five from eight, has had a little freshen up and runs well fresh. You've got a gun horse like um, In the Congo for Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott that's got a solid enough second up record and handles the heavy going, coming off a nice trial win. And then you've got Special K himself. How are you seeing it? Yeah, like you mentioned, it's such a good precinct to the big race, the Everest, and we can sort of see a few horses come out of this and sort of go to the next grade that following year into the Everest. Or like in the Congo here, I think he wasn't suited first up, 1,000 metres, run a few feet in the McEwen Stakes, the Moonley Valley. He was off the bit the entire time. That's not his go. He steps up to 1,200 metres here. He's had the tick over trial, which is really good. Like you mentioned, he handles wet and dry. Um, he's only 1.5 lengths off uh, Marzu. Second up, last preparation in the autumn in the Arrowfield start. Marzu goes around as a proper chance in Everest tomorrow. So I think in the Congo is a big enough price to bounce back. I think he's just been priced on his first up run. So I like in the Congo here in the city states. Let's go to the Everest, a big one. I've got a big, um, well, at the end of a few multis with Nature Strip to win, but I have had a saver here on Mask Crusader and I had a proper crack last year and he missed out by a lip. But I've sort of got those... Like Nature Strip winning, Mask Crusader if they make ground and something goes awry, and then look, you've probably just got to be Eduardo and lost and running. I would have thought. Yeah, it's fascinating. I think you can sort of put the field down to like four winning chances. I love the barrier draw. I think it just creates even more interest for it. Nature Strip's going to be in a bit of pain, I think, from barrier twelve. If Joyful Fortune kicks up and finds the front, Eduardo slots in outside the leader. I think Nature Strip will be three wide, which isn't probably an issue for him, but I think it's going to add to the merit and to the favours of your lost and runnings and your mass crusaders. They can build into that race with that toe in the three-wide line, really peel off Nate Strip's back. Whether or not he's good enough late um, and he's done enough between runs, he's second up, that's the big telling point. But I'm quite keen on lost and running here. I think his draw is absolutely perfect to tag Nature Strip, peel off. Bowman will be travelling, and I think he's in for a massive, massive run third up. He's a big gross horse who needs racing, so... I think Lost and Running's the one for me. I'm quite keen on him, and I'm going to have a saver with you on Mask Crusader. You should have probably gone close to winning last year. Yeah, well, uh, it only cost me um, yeah, well and truly into the five figures that missing out last year, so I was filthy. Let's go to the Silver Eagle oh. quickly. Yeah, oh, all right. Um, Mr. Mozart, I've got uh, well and truly on top here, but I, I think the danger's Waterford. I reckon Waterford can run a bit of a race here, and... Clearly handles the heavy going, and the Golden Eagle's going to be the target. So I'm pretty keen, Mr. Mozart, tiny saver Waterford. Yeah, I think you've mentioned the two top, and I think we'll throw Villana into the mix there. The only negative with Waterford is the synthetic cook filler going on first time. That sort of poured cold water on me, but... Chris Waller's the grand final trainer, so you know the horse is going to be there, ready to go. Mr. Mosaic, I think... <laughs> Mr. Mosaic, sorry. I think the, the inside barrier is what's got me worried. I think the way the track will play tomorrow will be off uh, off rails, sort of coming down the middle, so that's my only concern, but I've gone with Villana, fresh horse, could open a white hot, beat a couple of these in the Fred Best, and was not far away in a Stradboke behind Alligator Blood, so uh, Villana on top for me in a Silver Eagle. Is there anything else up there? I like Cadre du Noir in the St. Ledger, and I also thought Cascadian just wins the Craven Plate a little bit earlier in the card. Yeah, I agree with both of them, and I'll throw one more in. Race two, um, Kerwin's Lane, only just 
got beaten first up and uh, went to the line with Ellsberg, who come out to win the Epson. He's a really big second-up peak performance horse. I think he can go well, but it looks a tricky card outside of those. It does. Let's go to Caulfield. It doesn't get much easier at Caulfield either. Um, we'll try and sort of work our way through these a little bit, um, nice and quickly, but uh, I desire to take on Quang Try in the first. Yeah, it's a very, very tricky race in that first. I've sort of... I've gone with the favourite, but there's no real opinion for me in the first race, Miles. Yeah, this is where we get uh, serious. So, Cap D, Joie, or Joe, I don't know how you say it, uh, in the Lamaros Hotel, I reckon that just wins. Yeah, proper horse. Sectionals first up, best last six, last four, last two of the entire meeting. This is a proper horse. You can learn to settle close, though. I think the wet track might help him. They might get off the fans. Swoopers might come into it. So, um, he looks an outstanding horse. The price is a big issue, though. Uh, then we go to the Neds Classic. Mr. Maestro um, to beat Red Sun, Red Sun Sensation. Red Sensation, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I read it the same. I think uh, Mr. Maestro is a proper proper derby horse on a dry track. His lease will turn a foot. Probably get taken away a little bit tomorrow, but uh, he looks he looks well and truly on top. Ethereal's an absolute shocker. Foxy Cleopatra on top. Yep, I think there's two chances in that race. Um, we obviously got the Sydney horses come down from the flight stakes, which we saw Madame Pomeroy win the guineas out of that race. So whether or not Foxy can handle the proper heavy, I think the Sydney horses can, and we've always got to add a length or two to them. So they're real chances in that race too. Uh, let's go to the Gothic. No idea. Absolutely none whatsoever. Won't be touching it. Yeah, I agree. Um, in the same boat. I think it's a very, very tricky race. Doesn't get much either in the Alingi, get uh, uh, much different in the Alingi either. This is an ab, like, take your absolute pick here. I've got a little opinion in this. I think the two that are currently in the market, Yuan Devo and Naj Money, they hate the wet. So I think to take them out of the market, we've got a little bit to play with. Milneva in the top of the market, uh, top of the page, sorry. Uh, really good first up. This didn't handle the Valley second up when just forgive that run. Four weeks between runs, so she's a fresh horse and she goes well uh, first up. So I think, and handles the wet too, which is big tick. Settles up on pace. I think Milneva's uh, not a bad bet. Uh, then we go to the McCafe sprint and I'm keen as mustard here, especially with the scratching of Bo Rossa and Malkovich Dragonstone. I'm all about it. Uh, I think this is probably the best bet of the day. I love it. I love when you're up and about and we align here. Blinkers first time, first up. That just tells us that there's big intent here for the Mark Newton stable. Um, inside draw is probably the only worry, but this horse has trolled up well. Back last preparation miles, this horse only finished a length for passive aggressive. So that yep. looks like the best form lines going into this. So I agree with you and looks mighty hard to beat. Then we go into the true Stark, mate. I can put a line through a few of these. I just don't think we'll handle the slop. And one of them's kiss on all four cheeks, although I love him. But Pride of Jenny, Palacipan, Chain of Lightning. Um, I could keep naming horses here. Probably even Argentia um, at its best. Um, then that's going to be me. I've got to go wide here. Yeah, thumbs up the race perfectly. I think it's a wide open affair. I think Fortunate Kiss was unlucky last start. Likes the heavy. We'll get back. But I think at odds, it's one of those races you can play a couple at odds. Uh, right, Caulfield Cup. I was, I've said do us for months. Now I've sort of changed my mind because of the track. Oh, I'm in the Smoke and Romans camp um, and, and probably in a decent size way. I think if it goes really, really wet, Montefilia, Numerian probably come into it. Um, I think Benno and Allegron are probably outside of those again if it can fine up a fraction. 
Um, but I'm going to be pretty rock solid smoking Romans. If it dries out a bit, then do a Allegro and Benno. They come into it. But oh, I'm, I'm just keen here. Yeah, this is a race I'm probably most keen to bet into. I think Numerian prevents a huge value. It was very good first up. Probably should have beat Knight's Order on that really biased track. Second up, sat on a very, very hot speed, which saw the two leaders in front of him. Uh, drop out and run some 13 lengths last. That, one of those horses was Yonkers, who's then come out to run second in the Coonji on Wednesday. This horse eats mud, has peak figures, third up. Um, and I think the biggest tick is he's going to be close enough to Smoke and Romans. He can probably pour on a bit of pressure. Tommy Berry comes down. So I'm quite keen on New Marion. I think the big saver, you know, I haven't dropped off his gold trip. His wheels just... He couldn't get in top gear last start on that really dry track. I think wet track here. He's got glue on shoes, which tells me he wants the wet. Um, drawn an okay gate and gets Mark Zara. So I'm keen to play both New Mary and Gold Trip in the Caulfield Cup. Uh, we go to the last. Geez, throw a blanket. I thought maybe Bandersnatch was the one that might be overs in that, especially off its last run. It does handle heavy ground, but it's only 1.2 if I wish I win an Ayrton. I mean, that's as good as any. Yeah, and Gravina as well coming out to win since that race. So that looks like the form raising. Catalyst was really good, but the heavy tracks got me worried. In Catalyst, we can one, we can throw in the back pocket for another day. But he's going good as well. But like you mentioned, uh, Ben, that's probably the one to finish the day with. Um, I've just got my phone lines back up, Dean. I need a best bet from you before I go to Adam Mintz, nice and quick. All right, best bet, race we didn't touch on. Uh, race three, number six, Wonder Reach at Newcastle on Saturday. Will not be beaten. Whoa, Wonder Reach, Newey. Race three, number six. Number six. Dino, you're a star, mate. Appreciate everything from you. I'll chat to you soon. Cheers, Miles. Appreciate it, mate. Dean Watling there, um, he's the star. And I've just got my phone lines back, which has really helped me here because it means I can go to this man. His name is Adam Mintz. He joins me on the line. Hello, Adam. Hello, mate. How are you? Good. I know you've only had a little bit of an early look at races four, five, and eight at uh, Morfittville. Um, I was pretty keen, um, again, because I saw I saw my old mate taunting. He's going back to a benchmark 80, and I thought we were getting a decent price in race seven. I thought you might have had a look at that one. Because of uh, because of Murray Bridge, I, I just I've been chasing with tails. Oh, yeah. so, um, of course. Uh, so I've done. I've had a good look at three races, um, and that's all I've done at this stage. Alrighty. Um, but the three I've looked at, yeah, four, five, and eight, I've had a pretty good look at. All right. Have you got a, a, a couple of bets out of four, five, and eight for us? Um, well, race. I think the best betting race out of those three races is race eight. I, I'm a real fan of Call of Dream. I I really like uh, like to jump out. Um, it, it sort of finds when it's um, under pressure and, and always finds. I think that the three kilos off is a, is um, you know a, a, a real plus. I think it'll you know lob in the first few. It always seems to jump well. It's drawn drawn barrier two. So I think it's. It's been well done. I still think it's it's a good price. I I, I still think it's a value call a dream. All righty, Caller Dream it is, mate. Uh, appreciate your time this morning. Happy punting. You don't have a good day after that. It was a nice price. Well, I won't lose anyway. <laughs> mate, good to chat to you as always. We'll chat again soon. Thanks, mate. Bye bye. Adam Mitz there. Jeez, which <laughs> that's bad by me. I'll put my hand up. I should have got him on a fraction earlier because that's literally one while we were on air uh, at ten dollars. Yeah. Anyway, 0499 736 736. It's 0499 736.
736. Send me a text if you've got any questions about any runners over the weekend. Um, most of the cards are done. I've got a couple up at Eagle Farm at Ascot and Adelaide where I've just found the better ones. But send me a text, 0499 736 736. On the other side of this, Dean Elliott to talk a little bit about our future selections. Uh, a look at Caulfield and his best of the day. This is the Form Lounge. Miles Fitzner with you. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Welcome back. Miles Fitzner with you. Hopefully you're having a great day. This is the Form Lounge. Um, Who better to chat to? Can't believe we missed that tip. Jeez, I'm fuming. Congratulations to Adam. Absolutely spitting chips. I've got Sam down the line. Who better to chat to than the superstar himself from the future show? His name is Dean Elliott, and he joins me on the line. Hello, Dano. Hello there, Pitsy. How are you? And I, I might just say in the intro, it's there's a difference between having a, a heavy 10 and the uh, all the mayhem that can create on race day, but there's a, there's a far cry between that and everything that's going on in the in the world at the moment regarding uh, all the flood events and um, putting in danger these horses out in some studs and in paddocks. So I just hope that everyone's staying safe and, and lending their support where possible. Yeah, well, they're 4,700 homes without power and uh, homes inundated. And, yeah, it's, um, there's 500 um, properties that are isolated at the moment. So thoughts are with all of them, Dino. Hopefully well, all we can do is try to entertain them and maybe find them a winner. Um, uh, Dean, let's just take, turn our attention to, we've spoken about um, the futures a fair bit and the show that you, myself and Tom Haylock did, we've managed to find some decent tickets um, for a few. And the Caulfield Cup was one where we probably went to go with sort of do I early enough. And I know that Nonconformist was one that you had a futures ticket on as well. And it's sort of now shaping up that with this track, it sort of throws a lot of it out the wind, like sometimes out the window, doesn't it? Where you might have to lay one of those out or, or they, the, the futures tickets become irrelevant. That's right. There's the big question mark on, on how the track's going to play. But nonetheless, yeah, we, non-conformance was a horse that we highlighted who had a great profile that could land in this race along the same sequence that he uh, performed in last year with that quick backup in seven days on a wait-for-age prep. Uh, and so he comes into the race, I think, on the back of a preparation best run after a few moderate performances it must be said uh, if this was a soft six or seven and you were confident that he'd repeat the dose from last year which saw him run a mighty race behind incentivized then given the strength of the race this year you could only conclude that he would have to be a huge winning chance and i think he still is he's a son of rebel raider there's a bit of wet track form through his damn line who's behold that tiger that you know, a sort of a dirt track stallion that a lot of them do get through the wet as well. So there's a little bit to say he could, but you have when it's a heavy 10, and in all respects, probably 12, 13 or 14, it could be, um, you have to really wait and see. But he's the one um, that, that we've been with. I'm, I'm happy to stick with him, but casting an eye to the Melbourne Cup, if I think, if the winner uh, of the Melbourne Cup is to come out of the Caulfield Cup, I think that horse would be a leg wrong. He, he's a superior stayer. He handles all conditions. He's a real brute of a sort of a handicapping staying type, and he's only getting better. He's competed in three derbies as a three-year-old, and he's only got better at four. Takes a very, very good horse to do that. And, you know, he was only bettered by a bit of bad luck and Hitotsu, really, in, the, um, in, in those derbies that he competed in. So uh, 
there's a lot to like about his profile too, heading towards the Melbourne Cup and uh, and, and certainly in the right stable as well. The, the Blue Army are on fire at the moment. So they're the two I'd be looking at, number six, non-conformist, and number nine from a Melbourne Cup viewpoint, Allegron. Yeah, but I think we're still in a good position for the Melbourne Cup, though, with our futures, because we're all pretty solid on the fact that internationals, you know, Doville Legend tickets, you know, uh, who you mail, Kamora, Loft, like they're all the ones at the moment that are um, that we're really sort of been playing, aren't they? Yeah, that's right. I think this is a real sort of got a local flavour to it, the Caulfield Cup, then we'll add in those parachuted horses who you mentioned. And I think the one that, of them that acclimatises the best, um, they're all capable of, of running up to a figure that would see them uh, thereabouts in a cup. So whoever acclimatises the best, you really want to be on their team. So that's where all of uh, your news hounding over the next two and a half weeks is going to be uh, really crucial to, to gaining that insight. Can we... Um turn our attention a little bit just before we go to the uh, news just as uh, something's rebooting here for me can we go to the Tristark first you've got a bit of a myth buster here yeah so that's the race before the Caulfield Cup race at the Tristark stage so I just wanted to mention one of those myths we busted during the future show was that rule of thumb that uh, horses first time to Caulfield from Sydney or Brisbane so going the other way uh, don't perform well and and that, that is a complete myth. It's a rule of thumb on a, on a hand that's got four fingers, and those four fingers point firmly in the other direction to say it's actually an advantage. And you saw that again with Madame Pomery, uh, didn't, didn't we, on Wednesday, winning the 1,000 guineas first time down to Melbourne. So I think this, uh, a repeat of that dose can uh, occur here with um, Palazapan for, for Chris Munts and Tim Clark. Drawn one, she'll sort of be guided by that rail. Um, and I think that she can sort of do a bit of a Mad- Madame Pomery um, to that field. Uh, on the weekend and, and further dispel that, that bit of a myth that uh, that we did bust. So that's uh, race eight, number four, there in the Tristark. I had Boogie Dancer as the best. I only had two in the quaddy, Boogie Dancer and Madame Pomery, and sure enough, that's what happens. Beautiful. Well uh, done. I hope you got the other three legs. Uh, no, I did not. Um, uh, what we might do, Dino, if you don't mind, can we go to the news, and then on the other side, I'll just maybe get your thoughts. We'll just quickly discuss the Everest. Is that all right? Of course. All right, we'll go to the news, and on the other side of this, we'll come back and talk about the Everest. Plenty more to come. This is the Form Lounge. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Welcome back to the Form Lounge. Thank you to the newsroom for that. Dean uh, Elliott joins me on the line. Dino, we're now going to slip into the Everest. And, well, we're all about Nature Strip. The tickets, the multis, they're all lined up, um, especially if you took them in two or three or four goes. But I've still had a save a Mask Crusader. And you remember that um, last year I, I had a proper crack at Mask Crusader. I've gone the other way. I've had a proper crack at Nature Strip and saved the mask this year. Have you seen it? They're the two that I like as well. And, yes, I do recall that footage of you in, in isolation uh, getting a little bit excited there with 50 metres to go in the Everest last year. Yeah, a few curse um, words. And we did, two weeks ago, we did just highlight, um, watch out for Master Crusader. He, he was on the verge. His first up run was a hidden gem. His second up run showed that he's just about to peak on grand final day. His stable are very much grand final trainers. He's the only horse that can get close to Nature Strip um, on, on multiple occasions at Randwick 1,200 metres and on the wet. So he profiles beautifully to, to peak here. And 
he does need lucky running, as we know. Like, I think 10 is a pretty good draw, especially when Nature sits in 12. If he can lob sort of 7th or 8, 3 wide with cover in a genuine speed, peeling to the outside with clear room, I think that profile would... Like, if they're turning for home then, he'd be wanting to get on to Tommy Haylock, uh, the Betfair boys, and, uh, and, and, and securing your bet there at the, at the 600. Um, I, I think in those conditions, he can really... He can really give Nature Strip a run for his money. Who is the testing material, of course? We're not saying anything that would, nobody already knows there. But I think, uh, yeah, look, I'm only marking I'm marking him as the one and only danger. So, trifecta, Quinella's exactors, um, saver bets, all, all you need to do, they're, they're the two there, Mark Crusader and Nature Strip. Yeah, just very quickly, a best bet before you go. Yeah, let's look at the, let's build up a bank at the start of the day. Caulfield race one. Yes, it's, a, it's always a query on these heavy tracks um, early in the day, but Climbing Star might be a climb who might live up to her name after a great debut win. She's got the profile to um, quickly get up the ratings here. She can win tomorrow, and then there's a race for her. Just mark her in the black book. If she wins tomorrow, great. If she doesn't handle the ground, back her on Oaks Day. There's a 1,400-metre fillies race that your favourite horse, Espiona, won last year yep. uh, by the length of the straight, and she can win. She can go on and potentially uh, yeah, win at Caulfield and, and double the dose on Oaks Day. So climbing stars won for, for tomorrow and for the future. Dino, you're a star, mate. We'll chat again uh, next week. Thanks, Fitzy. Happy pumping. Dean Elliott there. He's a jet and, well, this I've give, I've, we've allocated a bit of time for this man because there is... Well, he's the captain of the Jets. That's what he is. His name is Terry Layton. Hello, Terence. Hello, Miles. We've allocated some time, but not enough, I don't think. <laughs> well, should we just go back to you and I doing the hour show again? I do miss it. I do miss our hour show. I still don't think, again, I still don't think an hour was long enough either, to be honest with you. I still think there's car, there's, uh, there's scope for a Titanic top set up. Ellen Drago for three and a half hours. Or the Irishman. You've it's, seen that movie? Yeah, Jack yeah. Nero? It's an Jack epic. Nero? was an epic. Mm-hmm. I fell asleep halfway through. No fairness. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, mate, Ascot, good four. I want to work. Can I work in reverse order here? Because mm. I've been waiting for this horse to come back. Um, devoted, and he's he's back. Yeah. Yep. Mate, I'm actually sitting outside uh, TAB at the moment. Would you believe it? Because they open at nine thirty in Western Australia. Because I wanted to back it for the railway stakes and. Uh, I don't really have much scope of getting on with any other company, so I uh, I waited until the doors opened and rushed them in. And that's been done, but I'm excited to see Devoted as well, Miles. Um, I'm surprised they are going with the Apprentice first up. Um, I know the stable don't like to carry the weight, but uh, I thought it probably could have just carried the weight and uh, been a little bit safer in that sense. But uh, yeah, very keen on Devoted making a uh, winning return, Miles. Huge trials, huge trials. Let's work our way back. Let's go to the Eurythmic Stakes. Um, they sung Sweet Dreams, didn't they? Sweet Dreams are made of you, Eurythmics, didn't they? Sweet Dreams, uh, you know that song? Jeez, yeah, you're, I think you're, uh, you're, I do know that song. Yeah, I just didn't know who sung it, though. So I think your music knowledge might uh, have me covered there. Next time we're on the dance floor, I'll remember that. <laughs> <laughs> it is you and I dancing together. This is a nice little race. Yes, we see some pretty handy little horses Kicking around. Are you in the comfort me camp um, first up here? I, I know it's got an okay record first yeah. up and, and can do it up front. Is it just all about comfort me? Yeah. yeah. In a nutshell, it really is. Yeah, I think comfort me is a, a superstar. It was found to have a virus last prep, and that's why it didn't come up 
the two trials were, were out of this world. Uh, if you look at its railway stakes run last uh, last year, it's run second to Western Empire. When Western Empire was an horse without a H, and um, it beat Kiss on all four cheeks comfortably uh, home from there. Because it's never won a black tight race, it actually um, it gets in super at the set weights and penalties Conditions of this event, as I said, couldn't have trialled any better. It races on or near the speed, probably lands in the 1-1 one, one, with excellent dream and Massimo coming across from out wide. And, and um, yeah, I'm, I've marked it 250. I could have been shorter, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm really excited. It, it's max bet territory for me. All right. Now let's go to the, the RS Crawford Stakes. And this is where I went, uh-oh, because I'm a Miss Kentucky fan. I'm a Stageman fan, and I thought Stageman did some great things over here that run back at Flemington on the 6th of the 8th. He was just behind Serious Suspect, and then he went again. He ran ninth, but he's only 2.7 mm-hmm. off baller in a Group 1. Um, uh, and then and then my old mate, Will Chino, horse, down the bottom. He draws wide. How have you seen this? I, I, I could have spent hours watching replays trying to stack these up. Mate, this is a very messy affair. I think it'll all come down to how it's run and who gets the luck. And uh, Miss Kentucky deserves favouritism, probably, with the speed map. But, well, with the speed map, she's probably going to be four-back defence over a 1,000 metres with a short straight. Like, do you know how, how much luck you require to get out and get the momentum up to beat these horses? It's just so difficult. Will, Will Chino is no chance of leading. It's... A, very slim chance of finding the breeze. Can Will Chino win out deep? I personally don't think so. I just don't think the map allows it to win. So, stage man's making the return back east. I, I tend to take them on when they're coming back from a little over east prep or a little travel prep type thing, and stageman tends to find trouble as it is. So, uh, you, you run this race ten times, you probably get seven different results. So, um, the, the one that's value for me at the moment, it's been trolling like an absolute bomb. Uh, the jockey's off. Lucy Warwick fell midweek. She's okay, but she's not riding on Saturday. Um, is this will test you? So I'm mindful who's going to take over in the saddle because the options are pretty limited. But um, this will test is around seventeen, eighteen dollars. I've actually marked it equal favourite. Um, but that was that was with Lucy Warwick in the saddle. So I'm hoping I can find the three wide line on the back of Will Chino and. Gee whiz, what, what we saw in those trials, if she can settle, be happy, and peel at the top of the straight, I, I reckon she gives you a massive run for your money at um, way over my price. There's also um, Amasinus. Um, there's also It's a Ray Day. I mean, there's some horses in here that are just Indian Pacific's been proven before. Oh, I reckon it's probably close enough to a field job. Um, I want to go back to the one just before that, before I'm going to give you some open slather. Um, which is a ballpoint construction benchmark 66. And that's, we see a horse in here called Swear to God. And this looks like it's a horse probably on the up and got uh, got some places to go. It looks like another one, this three-year-old colt, um, that, that can probably win here. Yeah, it's a, uh, they're my two best miles. Come for me and Swear to God. So you've, uh, you've, you've, Nailed him on the uh, on the scum there. I uh, I think swear to God looks a, a real special on the card as well. Great tactical speed early can pop out the gates and again there's three quick ones outside of it. So Lactar can let them go. Um, follow them along and geez we've seen these three year olds um, against the older horses absolutely demolish them every time they come up against them. So I was even money swear to God and I could have had swear to God even shorter. So um, it and comfort me are two that I'm I'm really really keen on. I'm probably going to sort of equal stake the here if one of them win you have a, a good day if both of them win you, you have a cracking day uh, what about all the king's men in the first that's another one that i thought i tried to find a few others his outwin was impressive 
Certainly was. It certainly was. It didn't beat much. It didn't beat much. And it goes back to three-year-old company, which is probably harder. And it goes up four kilos, which is really interesting. But I've still got it on top. Um, for me, I want to see something closer to $3 to have a bet because they'll probably have to drop out to last. Uh, but yeah, he's got a heap of scope and uh, he'll be another one that's attacking the guineas later. And he's a, another on top of miles. Jeez, we're agreeing a lot on this card. Aren't we ever? Well, just quickly then, race number two, I had no idea. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, no, neither do I. I like the the favourite, but that's way under my price. I'm I'm sort of three dollars eighty for about the favourite. It's two sixty at the moment, so I'm nowhere near it. Uh, we've got a little share in Halatorian, as you know, Miles. So I'll probably go into that that race as a bit of an owner and uh, and hope for the best. We've got a share in one in race five as well. And I'll just make a little statement. If Yemen, if Yemen last. last wins race five. I, I reckon she's a sneaky hope. We're going to try and lead. We're going to try and nick it. The miles on her distance, but if she wins, I probably won't get home till Thursday. I reckon Thursday. All right. Well, mm. I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to hold you to that. Mm. And one, la- one last one. A lot of people texting all the time about Buster Bash. It's a punter's favourite here in the East. Um, I can just never right, cop that, my... that price. Yeah, that was my final tip for you, actually. The the four I wanted to give you, uh, Devoted, Comfort Me, Swear to God, and, and the last of the four uh, was, was Buster Bash. So um, I think it'll roll forward. I love it off seven days. I love it up to 1,800. It goes for apprentices, and uh, the two that are chasing it, Try For Us and Crescent City, I think they both sort of like killer blows. So at Ascot, early in the day, we always want to be on a leader mile. So that's my fourth of my main bets for the day, but um, I've got a real focus on comfort me and swear to God from a betting point of view. Dangerous here for your line, mate. Dangerous here for your line. Look forward to, uh, to getting a few of these and uh, talking to you next week and celebrating. Can't wait, mate. Have a good day. Terry Layton there, the star himself from the West. And she's, I, I love, I can't tell you, when you talk to someone who knows like way more about the game than you and is better than you and they align with what you've picked, geez, it fills you full of confidence. It fills me full of so much. Few said tips, please, Miles. Mine are coming. Bud said Eagle Farm race seven, number 13, better get set. Great chance. Your thoughts? I'm about to ask Chris Nelson about that on the other side of this. Fitz, what was the best at Newcastle, please? The best at Newcastle was race three, number six, um, what was it called? Wonder Reach. Race three, number six, Wonder Reach was Dean's best at Newcastle. You can send me a text, 0499 736 736. 0499 736 736. We're going to go to a break. Chris Nelson and Mitch Bay are still to join me. My best bets right around the country. This is the Form Lounge. Back in a moment. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Welcome back. This is the Form Lounge. Miles Fitzner with you. Send me a text 0499 736 736. Big, big race day. And I, I had a good look at Eagle Farm. And when I look at Eagle Farm, I like to, like I said about Terry Layton before, like I said about Terry Layton before, you go and have a look, you pick out what you like, and then you go and you ask the best in the business. Who better to chat to than Chris Nelson? Hello, buddy. Too kind. Uh, good afternoon, Myla. I hope you're well. I, I am. I want to work backwards and nice, short, sharp and shiny. Sweet Margot May, you've told me about this. I've tried to follow uh, one last start. I think you tipped it at Eagle Farm. Yep. Are we going again? Uh, yeah, I think she'll win. I don't think she's as clear-cut as last time. There's some other ones there, such as Tara Jasmine, uh, who chased her home last time. They were racing well. 
And the one you got to keep an eye on there, Milo, is Mimi Lagarde. Now, we know how good she is, and her only defeats have really come on uh, on wet tracks. She's back on a good track tomorrow. She could jump out of the ground. So I've got Sweet Margot May on top, but I haven't got her as one of the best of the day. Uh, I, well, two that I've got as best of the day, and I want to see whether or not you're with me. Um, or you can yep. justify my selection. Race six, number nine, Amity Girl. Oh, I've got it on top. I'm not sure about this stellar magic first up from an inside drawer. I know the trial was okay, but Jesus, Amity Girl's done nothing wrong. Absolutely nothing wrong. And that win at the sunny coast over the thousand was superb. It was arrogant, and she's my best of the day. So I agree with you 100%. Yes, uh, here we are. The other one you mentioned? Yeah, the other one you mentioned, Stella Magic. She gets back. She gets a long way back. And we've raced... Consecutive weeks at Eagle Farm, it's been tough to make ground, especially in these short races. And really, uh, I can't see her running home over the top of Amity Gal, who, who draws a little awkwardly on paper. But if you do the map, you'll see that the um, the pace is drawn outside of her. So she'll slide across. She'll get a good spot. And look, on what we've seen both runs this time in, she can win again. And the other one is race nine, number seven. I'm with Mass Destruction here. I, I thought, um, I know that, that it's sort of, the market's changed a little bit, but... Oh, the price was better than we're getting now, but this down like 54 kilos, Ben Thompson um, coming out of the Dewo- the Doom and then the Toowoomba run. Oh, I think it. I think this is it here. Oh, I reckon it likes the well, trip. Yeah. Well, I think there's two winning chances. Mass Destruction's one. Axe is the other, and they did run one, two in the Wheatwood at Toowoomba. Uh, look, Mass Destruction, as you say, well-weighted, but look, often gets in really well and doesn't win. I think if close enough can beat Axe, but if uh, giving Axe a decent start might struggle again. As I said, these shorter races, not that easy to make ground. I think one of the two will win, though. So uh, when you're going your quaddy leg or whatever there, oh, I'm with you. I think two or seven wins the race. What else have you got for us, said mate, outside of uh, Amity Gal? I'm, geez, I'm happy about that. I'm going to have a bet right now. <laughs> race one, number one, Mashani Renegade. Now, this beats uh, the other one there. She's a rogue at Eagle Farm a couple of weeks ago. Came from near last on the home turn, mowed it down. As I keep saying, I don't mean to sound like a broken record, but making ground was very tough. And this two-year-old did it. So this two-year-old, Miss Mashani, I don't rate a lot of them, but this one might be a good one. So I'm keen on it. Race one, number one, Mashani Renegade. And I think each way, race seven, number four, mix for Lee Friedman. Nice run from the back of the field first up. Weaved home well. Just don't want it to get so far back this time. Might be looking for a shade further, but each way is okay. So number four, mix in race seven. Number four in race number seven. Hey, Chris, I always love chatting to you, my friend. We'll chat again soon. Look forward to it. Thanks, Miles. Chris Nelson, the star. He'll be on SEN track tomorrow, where I'm hosting Saturdays tomorrow out uh, at Caulfield Cup. Right, who better to chat to now than Mitch Abaya, the man himself. He's a freak. Uh, dominated on the lids fly. Hello, buddy. Hey, Fitzy. How are you, mate? Good. Now, um... I normally rush through you, and I think I've got a little bit of time here. Um, I've got about two and a half minutes. Oh, have we got a break? I've got one more break. No. What I might do is I'll get you best. Sorry, I've, I've run it a bit late here. I've run it late. What have you got for me, buddy? Uh, I've got one tonight, and I've got two tomorrow at the Meadows. The, probably the best of them tonight. Uh, Warrigal, race eight, number one, Ruffiano. Slow beginners in two, three, four. Uh, this greyhound should be able to show his class, and he's a freak of a dog. He's a dollar eighty-five. You don't know which Ruffiano will turn up, but with no pressure early, he should be winning. Yep. Uh, we go to the Meadows tomorrow night. Start in race five, number three, Tobin Frost, crying out for, uh, for 600. 
We'll get to the fence early and we'll just absolutely scrape the paint. It's around the $4 mark. Pretty good each way play. And then race six, number one, Providence Bale. Drawn really well. It was a nice run last start. I think it's around the $5 mark each way. Should be uh, running a top three for sure. You're a jet. We'll chat again soon, buddy. Will do, mate. Have a good weekend. Mitch Abaya there. We're going to jump to a break. My best bet's back on the other side of this. This is the Form Lounge. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Well, welcome back to the Form Lounge. Short, sharp and shiny. Grab your pens, pencils, crayons, form guides. Be ready. These are the best bets of the day. I've got a couple at Caulfield and I'll go right around the country for you. So best bets, we'll work our way through Caulfield. Race two, number 11, Cape de Joy, or however you say it. James asked me for my thoughts on that. Uh, it's going to be one of my best of the day, Jimmy. Then we go to race seven, number nine, Dragonstone. That's definitely a best there. Let's go to Ramwick. I think Cascadian wins, um, but it's a pretty short. But I'm going to go race four, number six, Cadre du Noir at Ramwick in the St. Ledger. Let's go to Morfittville. Race seven, number seven, Taunting. You guys know I like this horse. He's gone back to benchmark 80 grade. You can still get close enough to $4. So uh, pretty keen on Taunting. Eagle Farm, aligned with Chriso. Race six, number nine, Amity Gell, I think will be winning there at Eagle Farm. And then I aligned with the great Terry Layton. Race nine, number two, devoted at Ascot. I know that his best there, though, were um, were comfort me and swear to God. Uh, just repeating two also. Um, I know that Dean Watling, he was with race three, number six at Newcastle. Adam Mintz was race eight, number one, Caladream. Um, Dean Elliott was Palacipan, Allegron and Climbing Star. And Mitch Abaya, we had a couple at the Meadows as well. Raffiano, and then he had at the Meadows, he had race five, number three, and race six, number one, the day after, after he got 240 units on the lids fly. Don't forget, if you've missed any of the show, you can go to the SEN app, go to the podcast section, and just type in Form Lounge, and you should find it. I'm being told, so you should be able to find all the best bets wherever you are. Stay with us. Uh, the boys coming to join you straight after this. And don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, as well as TikTok. And if you want, go flick me a follow too. And if you ever dreamt of owning a racehorse, go via the same race multi app because you can own one by putting a couple up. See you soon.